Welcome to Psalm 34. This psalm has a context in which it is written. Remember how Saul got jealous of David and chased him around to kill him? How Saul's advisers on the other hand lied about him and spread rumors about him? It is said that David lived as an exile for about 10 long years, wandering in the wilderness and hiding in the mountain caves. Many people in Israel actually believe that David was a rebel against the king and that David was indeed trying to destroy Saul. Eventually David had to slip over to the Philistine city of Gath to find refuge. Now Gath is the home city of Goliath, the one killed by David. Can you imagine the risk David is taking here? But the men in the city quickly recognize David and they say, "Isn't this the very man about whom they sang? Saul has killed thousands and David 10,000." And they take David to the king and David finds himself in a deep predicament. David is of course very afraid and his life is in danger in a foreign land. So he pretends to be a madman, scratches on the door of the gate and lets his saliva fall down on his beard. And when the king saw this, he said to his servants, "This man is truly insane. Why have you brought him to me?" And he put David out of his presence. Now David quickly departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam and joined his men. And this psalm, Psalm 34, is believed to have been written from that cave and sung in the presence of this man as a testimony of God's deliverance. What a story. And what does David do? He praises the Lord. He praises the Lord from within the cave. He says, "I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad." Now David had every reason to praise the Lord. He couldn't help but sing of God's rescue when he was held by the Philistines. He praises God not only with his heart but also with his mouth. I think our expression of gratitude depends upon the extent of God's deliverance upon our lives. Our expression of praise depends upon the extent of God's deliverance upon our lives. And here David says, "I shall boast in the Lord." Now David could have clearly boasted about his cleverness at the king's palace. He could have. Well, he really acted smart, didn't he? He pretended to be a madman and therefore saved his life. But now he says, "I shall not boast in me, but in my God." So David praises the Lord with all his heart and with his mouth as well. Second from within the cave, he testifies of the Lord. He testifies of the Lord. May I say a man who is delivered not only praises God but also testifies about the God who has delivered him. Here David says, "Oh magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me. He delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angels of the Lord encamps all around to suffer him and he delivers them." Third, David is inviting all his men to put their trust in Yahweh and share in his goodness. He's asking everyone around him in the cave to put their trust in Yahweh, the one who has delivered him, and to share in his goodness. From verses 8 to 10 he says, "Oh, taste and see that the Lord is truly good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him." Oh fear the Lord you his saints there is no want to those who fear him the young lions lack and suffer hunger but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing and fourth David offers an advice to those who are young and are with him right now in fact we have a lesson here if God does something special for us we must tell somebody the next generation needs to know that our God is alive He says from verse 11 to 22, 
Come you children listen to me I will teach you the fear of the Lord keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit depart from evil and do good seek peace and pursue it Now remember at this instance David had not only lied to the priest Abimelech but also to the king he in fact depended on a lie to protect him as he played the madman but he tells his people keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit and david continues his advice to the young he says and listen the eyes of the lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry the face of the lord is against those who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from earth he says the righteous cry out and the lord hears and delivers them from all their troubles the lord is near to those who are broken in their heart and he saves those who have a contrite spirit and verses 19 to 22 he says many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord delivers him out of them all he guards all his bonds not one of them is broken evil shall slay the wicked and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned the lord redeems the soul of his servants and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned may i ask have you gotten yourself in trouble because you depended upon your wisdom to free yourself have you depended upon a lie to see you through Here is a wonderful reminder for us not to run to our enemies but to run to the Lord for he promises to keep us safe even when we have to tell the truth and face the truth. David found himself in trouble when he depended upon his own wisdom and almost lost his life but he learned a lesson and he praises God and he testifies God and tells of his goodness to other people and invites them to join to to taste and see that the Lord is good and he passes on the lesson to the next generation what are some of the things that the Lord has done for you and you would want to praise him for have you testified about it to somebody have you invited others to taste and see that the Lord is truly good have you passed on this lesson that God has taught you to somebody else out there well if not Why wait? Do it today. Do it today. Shall we pray in the light of what we've heard? Heavenly Father, you're worthy to be praised and I will bless you at all times and in all places. I will make my boast in the Lord. I pray that in all things and at all times I would seek to glorify you, to testify of your goodness, inviting others to taste your goodness and I will pass on this faith to future generations. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.